0: It's one o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The headlines, the head of the Electoral Affairs Commission apologises for the delay in counting the votes in the election committee poll. The liaison office says yesterday's poll marks a major step in Hong Kong's democratic development and a localist group, Student Politicism, says two of its leaders have been arrested by National Security Police. The head of the Electoral Affairs Commission, Barnabas Fung, has apologised for the delay in counting the votes for the election committee poll. The results were announced about 14 hours after polls closed yesterday. He said the problem had nothing to do with the electronic voter registrar or the automatic counting systems, saying they mostly worked smoothly except for the jamming of counting papers a few times. When asked whether the commission, or any official in particular, was accountable for the problem, Mr Fung said he didn't want to blame anyone. At this stage, I can say they are uh, human error or error of judgment as to whether uh, the problem should be raised with the EAC rather than to be uh, resolved within the frontline staff. Beijing's liaison office here says the holding of yesterday's election committee poll marks a major step in Hong Kong's democratic development with its own characteristics. Vicky Wong reports.
1: In a statement issued through the Xinhua News Agency, the office said 1,448 new members had been elected. It said the poll was the first successful practice of the new electoral system, setting the political rules of what it termed patriots administering Hong Kong and anti-China disruptors out. It said the new system would lead Hong Kong out of what it described as the pan-politicization whirlpool. The statement added that democracy had taken a solid step forward and that sound governance had become truly possible.
0: At a press conference, the DAB chairwoman Starry Lee said people shouldn't compare this year's election with previous polls, as this was the first election held after Beijing changed the election rules so only people deemed patriots could participate. She said the election committee was inclusive.
1: I think everyone who can get in is a patriot. Regarding the policy initiative or policy suggestion, of course, uh, uh, even even within the 1,500 members of this committee, we may have different views. Therefore, I think this is inclusive in this regard. Uh, We, first of all, make sure that everyone who gets in is a patriot, and then uh, we allow uh, people to have constructive view to improve the policy implementation of the administration.
0: In all, the DAB won more than 150 seats in the 1,500-seat election committee, nearly half of the contested seats. Ms Lee said the DAB would, of course, consider nominating its party members first in the upcoming LegCo elections. She was asked whether the DAB would nominate candidates from other camps.
1: We will look into every candidate if they ask us for nominating. This is too early to say so. We will, of course, uh, make sure that uh, they are qualified as patriot, that is the first and formal things. The second things, of course, we will uh, assess depends on their past act and also uh, past behaviour to see uh, whether or not they are in line with our platform.
0: The Federation of Trade Unions won 76 seats in the election. Its president, Stanley Ng, said he was satisfied with the result. Commenting on the prolonged vote counting, the Federation's Vice President, Alice Mack, said the Election Affairs Committee should make sure the same problem doesn't arise in December's LegCo poll.
2: They have to review the whole process, how to uh, eliminate any uh, complex procedures and how to enhance the efficiency. And I will also uh, follow up this issue in the logical. I'm going to raise this uh, in the coming logical meetings. And I hope we can come up with some solutions and to increase the efficiency of the counting process in the coming logical election.
0: Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong was elected from the legal subsector. He said the voter base might have been a lot smaller than in the last election in 2016, but his sector's 100% turnout showed that the system was representative. Both the Bar Association and the Law Society had cast their vote. The fact that they do participate in this election demonstrates that they are exercising the voting rights on behalf of all members of the profession. Tick Yoon from the third side won a seat in social welfare, which was the most competitive subsector. He said voters had set aside political views in this poll. Most of the voters are quite concerned about the welfare agenda instead of political agenda. They find that this time is not a political competition. The candidates compare their welfare agenda, their proposal. So it aroused the interest of the voter. This is quite different in the past. In the past, the political intentions is a great influence about the result of the election. But this time, I think professional welfare agenda is more important than the political agenda. A localist group, Student Politicism, says two of its leaders have been arrested by National Security Police this morning. No details were given. In a post on Facebook, the group only said its convener Wong Yat-Chin and Secretary General Chan Chi-sun were being held. The ruling party in Russia that supports President Putin has claimed victory in a controversial parliamentary election. A state television broadcast showed a senior official of the United Russia Party congratulating supporters in Moscow in what he described as a clean and honest victory. But the opposition activist Natalia Pellavina said the whole system was faulty.
3: The political situation is very much the same. There hasn't been any significant shift And those elections, uh, like many of the previous ones, are not transparent and not fair. The opposition candidates, independent candidates, have been barred from participating. So uh, if we're talking about elections in this country, they're not real
0: elections. A Qatar Airways plane carrying more than 230 passengers has left the Afghan capital, Kabul. It's the fourth and largest flight to leave Afghanistan since the US-led evacuation ended late last month. A Qatari official said the passengers were citizens from the US, the UK, Germany and several other countries. Cash-struck mainland property developer Evergrande looks likely to default on debt interest payments this Thursday. The company had been issuing high-yield bonds and retail financial products based on the idea that land prices would continue to rise. Speaking on RTHK's Money Talk programme, Shanghai-based independent economist Andy Schier was asked what would happen if the interest payments weren't met.
3: Well, basically, the government would take over the company and it would sort of through all, all, uh, all the assets uh, and uh, then, uh, uh, what could be sold, like uh, uh, the housing projects, for example, and the Evergrande would be probably given to other developers to complete because that uh, the home buyers need to get uh, get their homes.
0: Mr. Sheer said it was unlikely that the company's creditors and lenders would be bailed out. He was asked whether this would also apply to retail investors who had bought Evergrande wealth management products.
3: No, oh, no, they were not. Uh, it, you lo- looked at uh, the same thing happened uh, uh, many times before. Uh, in the previous big case uh, 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 was uh, P2P. About a trillion, uh, over a trillion was lost. Uh, and, uh, people were uh, got into these high interest rate uh, 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 Ponzi schemes uh, and uh, and it, it collapsed and they lost their money. There, there were protests, but uh, uh, the government would not cough up just because they their
0: protests. Mr. Scheer said he didn't think an Evergrande default would lead to an immediate sell-off in the mainland financial markets, but that it may be a different story in offshore markets like Hong Kong.
3: The government is good at uh, uh, preventing something like this from snowballing because the government uh, controls the financial system. Mm. So uh, you you cannot, like, uh, 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 the lenders cannot uh, seize assets and liquidate and then drive down asset prices so uh so uh, uh that's why the uh, China hasn't had a, uh, a systemic crisis yet because of the the government's uh control over the financial system, but this time it's a bit different because there's an offshore component um, the uh the property developers. Borrowed tons of money in Hong Kong, uh, uh in bond market. Uh, it's obvious there are hundreds of billions of dollars of bonds are listed. They also borrow a lot of money from this lending fund. Uh, this industry in Hong Kong has grown enormously over the last twelve years by over ten times, and uh, their customers are really property developers. Mm. They lend uh, at a double-digit interest rate uh, on the on the uh, uh, under the uh, the uh, the belief that uh, uh, Chinese property market would go uh, always go up. And, uh, and the, the government will ensure it will go up. And when mm. push comes to shove, the government will pay the bail them, them, them out. Mm. Uh, let's see, this time, I don't think the government will bail them out. So what happens to Evergrande is that if uh, Ever- Evergrande doesn't pay, the market may reprice the risk. And that makes it very hard for other developers to roll over their existing dollar uh, debts. And uh, and, uh, and so uh, when when uh, when coming due, they would have to pay up. So there were, the pressure will uh, there will be enormous pressure for these guys to liquidate assets on shore mm-hmm. to pay off of these uh, offshore uh, uh, liabilities, and that could mushroom into something uh, bigger over time.
0: Local shares tumbled more than 4%, or 1,000 points, during morning trading, with property firms hit by growing fears about the future of property giant China Evergrande. Shares of Henderson Land and New World Development both sank more than 11%. Evergrande saw its shares plunging by as much as 19% to their lowest in over 11 years. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 23,956. That's 974 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $80 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 109.89 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 17 cents and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 67 cents. To sports, where we start with football. Chelsea and Manchester United both won to remain unbeaten in the English Premier League. Chelsea beat London rivals Spurs 3-0 at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, thanks to second-half goals from Thiago Silva, N'Golo and N'Golo Kanté and Antonio Rudiger. Despite the margin of victory, Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel says the team can still improve. Individually, good performances, like like from Thiago even in first half, from Keppa, outstanding even in first half. But as a team, we, we lacked energy, we, lacked, uh, we, was, we relied too much on skills. But it's not only about skillful play. You have also We have also to, to, to impress by work rate, by intensity. And, and we had to step up to earn a better result. And this is what we did. That's why we are happy. We played a fantastic second half. And that's how we deserve to win. Man United came back from a goal down to record a 2-1 win over West Ham at the London Stadium. Cristiano Ronaldo equalised for the visitors in the first half before Jesse Lingard scored a stunning late goal. This was Lingard's reaction after scoring against the club where he spent the second half of last season on loan. It
2: was always going to be a
1: tough game. Um, you know, we got a, a brilliant reception after of of the fans. You know, when I, when I came on and you know, I had to I had to do my part and um, you know, in trying to get the victories. You know, it's always hard to come on sub, but you've got to try and you know change the game, and um, which did that.
0: The game ended after Mark Noble missed a penalty in the 95th minute. West Ham boss David Moyes says he had no regrets about Noble taking the penalty, despite him having just come off the bench.
3: Yeah, we got a penalty kick, and I've got one of the best penalty takers in the Premier League and also in Europe so I felt I think if I hadn't made the decision to do it I would be more annoyed with myself but uh, it happens in management you have to make decisions and this one didn't go right today
0: Brighton's impressive start to the season continued with a 2-1 win over Leicester City at the Amex Stadium the Seagulls are up to fourth in the table their manager is Graham Potter it's a fantastic win for us it's three points at our home In front of our supporters, we were disappointed against Everton because we didn't play as well as we we can. Um, So today we're a lot better. And we just have to take it that what it is, it's a start. Um, We've not been the dominant side in all the games, it's it's margins. But but we've we've managed to hang in there, we've managed to uh, find a way to get the points and long may that continue. In Italy, AC Milan joined rivals Inter on ten points at the top of the Serie A table after a one-all draw at Juventus. The result leaves Juve third from bottom with just two points from four games. Jose Mourinho's Roma suffered their first defeat of the season, losing 3-2 at Verona. In France, Lionel Messi made his home debut for Paris Saint-Germain but was replaced in the second half with a score at one-all against Lyon. PSG went on to win 2-1 for their sixth straight victory. The New York Yankees are falling behind in the race for the Major League Baseball playoffs after they got pounded 11-1 by the Cleveland Indians. Yankees ace Gerrit Cole gave up seven runs over five-plus innings of work while Jose Ramirez drove in four runs for Cleveland. The result marks the first time in 13 years that the Yankees have lost consecutive games by eight or more runs. They dropped to a game and a half behind Toronto for the second American League wild wildcard, two and a half behind Boston with 12 games left. To the weather forecast, it'll be very hot this afternoon with sunny periods, a few showers and isolated thunderstorms. It'll be mainly cloudy tonight. Winds will be light to moderate easterlies. The outlook, sunny periods and isolated showers on Wednesday for the mid-autumn festival and on Thursday. Cloudier with a few showers in the latter part of this week. The temperature at the moment is 29 degrees Celsius, humidity at 86%. And please be advised the very hot weather and thunderstorm warnings are both currently in force. To end the news, the top stories once again. The head of the Electoral Affairs Commission apologises for the delay in counting the votes in the election committee poll. The liaison office says yesterday's poll marks a major step in Hong Kong's democratic development and a localist group, Student Politicism, says two of its leaders have been arrested by National Security Police. The news from RTHK.
4: If you want me, you can find me left of center off of the strip, in the outskirts and in the fringes, in the corner
2: Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon. Monday the 20th of September is today's date. Big thanks to Phil Whelan for the morning brew today. We have a busy program. Since it's Monday, we're going to kickstart the week with a bit of health and fitness. And today we'll be catching up with fitness coach Nathan Sollier about how walking five kilometers a day can help us keep in shape. That's right, not as hard as we think. I'm sure we'll be able to fit it in somewhere throughout the day, sort of. And we'll catch up with Nathan just after the two o'clock news and after the two thirty news. This week on Trash Talk, Marcy Trent Long speaks with Joshua Wong, who's the corporate responsibility and sustainability manager of Hong Kong and Shanghai Hotels about the sustainability efforts throughout the years as well as the upcoming Hong Kong Ocean Economy Summit. So a lot to learn after the two thirty news from this week's Trash Talk. And as usual, we love hearing from you. Feel free to join us. Get in touch with
4: us. The email address to do so is 123show at rthk.hk.